It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. About to jump right into it. And um, today I want to show you guys a lesson. You know, we live in a generation right now where um, everyone, including myself, we use celebrities as representations of different situations that we might relate to. For example, just a quick example, a lot of black women um, may have said Megan Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, screw Tory Lanez, but they see themselves in that situation because it's a common thing for black women to either deal or think or assume that they're going to end up dealing with some form of violence from black men and how black women aren't protected um, when this violence does actually occur. So it's, yeah, there's screaming Megan Thee Stallion, or not screaming necessarily, but typing Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, but what you understand, Megan Thee Stallion in that situation represents them. You see what I'm saying? It just, this, the list goes on and on. I mean, when you look at um, the elections from last year, people, it wasn't necessarily about Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. I mean, let's just be honest. Most of us don't want either of these people in office, right? It's the energy that comes with a Joe Biden versus the energy that comes with a Donald Trump. It's the following. It's what these people naturally, whether they like it or not, represent, you know. And um, unfortunately, this puts a lot of pressure on a lot of public figures because they don't ask to represent y'all asses (laughs) and have so much pressure on on that from that aspect. However, a lot of the time, that's what ends up happening, especially in this age of social media and instant gratification, instant being able to see people actually think about you compared to in the 90s and 2000s, they would go into a magazine article, for example, and they would never have to read what people had to say about it. I mean, now they post it and within minutes, there's somebody like, I don't agree with this. You're an idiot or correcting them or, you know, whatever the case may be. It used to take months, sometimes even years for people to hear the real responses to the things that they would do. Now they're, they're getting it instantly in a, in a quoted tweet and a retweet and a response and a comment section. So today's lesson I'm going to use is I'm going to use little Wayne just, um, we're not really sure if he's married or engaged, but he, he, he is looking like he's going down that path with a model by the name of Denise. I want to say, say, say this the right way, Bedot. Or bit by dot bite it bit up. It's spelled B I D O T. You can see it here in the title on this episode. Um, he tweeted, "Happiest man alive. Today is the beginning of our forever, forever, ever, forever, ever." The Carters. <laughs> he quoted it. The Carters, right? So I looked this woman up because I've I've never heard of her. She doesn't have an active Instagram page, and she's she's um. Physically, she's very attractive to me. You know what I'm saying? To me, she's very attractive. I I wouldn't argue with somebody. I think most real men would say she's a very beautiful woman. She's just not what society would paint to be with a little Wayne. You know what I'm saying? More so, she's not what society would paint for a little Wayne to want. Um, Little Wayne is clearly... A man that has options. He has choices. He could end up... He could be with any of these little tatted up... You know, fake hair having, fake nail attitude all over the grand popping women. And I'm not here to knock those women. I'm just here to show you guys something. That in the long run, men who feel that have choice, 
whether they actually have it or not, but feel like they have choice. Because truthfully, man, we need to start to realize again that we do have choice in this. Okay? Nine out of ten times, women will pressure you to marry her, but she'll never ask you. We have control over that part of life. I seen a woman tweet one time, um, something like men need to sit sit down or something like that because women are in control. We choose who the fuck. And the guy responded like, yeah, but we choose who to marry. You know, I, I hear a lot of women bragging about the type of men that they they get a, that they attract. They can't brag about the men that they have kept. That's a whole different type of man. They like, oh, well, I get plenty of rich niggas in my DM all the time. I get plenty of sexy ass niggas in my DM all the time. And if you have it like that and you say this, this is what you want out of life. Why are you still single? Well, I be leaving. Then you just sound dumber than I thought you were. You might as well just kept that to you. I'd be leaving them. I'd be leaving them. No, you you no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you leaving somebody. But you're not leaving those guys that you're talking about. All right? I think we can all agree. Maybe not physically, right? Little Wayne look like a little like a little cockroach. I'll tell him that to his face. You know what I'm saying? They're all jokes, you know, we crack jokes on each other. You say I got a peanut-shaped head, whatever. Um, you look like a little cockroach, but as far as the money and the personality. We can all agree that Little Wayne has that, you know what I'm saying, which allows him a plethora of women to choose from, not decide. See, a lot of people in life, they decide who they're going to be with. They don't choose. Do you know the difference between decision and choice? Choice is when you really actually say, I'm going to do this and I have every option I need to do so. Decisions are when like you have a limited amount of options. So you and you have a limited amount of time, you have a limited amount of everything. So you have to then decide you have to decide. You see what I'm saying? Um, So I guess a good example of choosing versus decisions is when you get a lot when you get locked up. Right. And you decide whether you're going to take a plea or take a trial. You didn't want this in life. This is not you don't have many other options. You know what I'm saying? So are you going to plea out? You know, are you going to take it to trial? That's a decision that you have to make in life. If you, you know, go down that path, God forbid, God forbid any of you ever have to go down that path. Um, a choice could be like, let's say you did really, really well in school. So now all these Ivy League premium colleges are like, hey, come on, come on through. We got you scholarships and all. Now you have a choice to make. Do I want to go to Harvard or do I want to go to Princeton? Do I want to go to Howard? Do I want to go to Georgia State? I mean, I have a choice because, I mean, here's the thing about it. If Howard and Princeton and all these other mega, Oxford and all these other mega schools are begging for you, you can then also choose to go to UCLA, Georgia State, you know, um, FSU. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Is it called Tuskegee? Tuskegee, whatever that one. Yeah. You can go to a lot of different schools. So you have a choice. It's not a decision. You can even choose not to go to school at all. I mean, if you're that smart, I'm pretty sure there's something else you can figure out to do in life. You know what I'm saying? So you have a choice. Um, It kind of comes down to where do you want to live? You know, do you want to possibly be stuck in the state forever? And if you do, you know, where or where are your friends going? Or... um, you know, what are you what are you looking to major in and which school offers the best program? You have a choice because you're going to have several schools that offer um, that program that you're looking to do, that path that you're looking to take, that journey, that voyage. 
that are great schools in great cities that you could possibly just stay in once you get there. So you could go to L.A. and just say, you know, once I get out of school, I'm going to just stay in L.A. That's what I've always dreamed about doing, living in L.A. I'm going to get a head start. You know what I'm saying? Get to know people, build my, my own little circle, join this alumni, and I'm going to be straight. Okay, so my whole thing is like a lot of people, they come, they're coming to Atlanta schools now because they also want to live in Atlanta when they're done with school. Um, because black people could actually make something out of their lives here in Atlanta. I'm not saying you can't in other places, but we just, it's different. It's a different, it's a whole, we, we run the city. Like we're the judges, the sheriffs, like most of everybody who runs Atlanta is black. The mayor's black. The mayor's been black since, I mean, before I was born, we haven't had a white mayor since. You know what I'm saying? Since um, I believe it was Andrew Jackson was our first mayor. Um, since then, we haven't had a... When I was growing up, it was Shirley Franklin. Shout out to Mayor Shirley Franklin. Now it's Keisha Lance Bottoms. Shout out to Keisha Lance Bottoms. So we've had nothing but black mayors ever since. And we're going to keep it that way more than likely. Um, especially now that the the city is blue. The state is blue. Which is wild. I mean, whoever thought, right? If Texas ever goes blue, I'm moving out of America. Just throwing it out there. But I just wanted women to really realize, like, and look at that situation, like, because I know there's some people, I just know how people think, that are looking at, they're looking at these pictures and like, oh, okay, uh, okay. And what you got to understand, yeah, you're damn right, okay. In the long run, you know, and I posted this in my story, let me read to you what I simply said in the story. I made it very simple. I said, y'all look her up and then let this serve as a lesson. By choice. Real and feminine women will win with us men every time. Everything else is all for play play. So when you guys are out there feeling this need and this urge to go do all this weird stuff, you know what I'm saying? To do all of this weird stuff that y'all are doing. And it's cool finding dandy, but it's just some young shit, really. You know what I'm saying? In the long run, you're going to have to come up out of that. And for some of y'all, a lot of things you're doing are so permanent. Or you're becoming so um, comforted. When I say comfort, I'm talking about like almost like when you're you know when you're in bed, and you got that nice comfort on you, and you don't want to get out. Like comforted. Um, I learned that term at a landmark. I did landmark for three days. Um, my friend's mom paid for us to go. Met a lot of beautiful grown women there. Uh, I had one take me on a date to an Ethiopian restaurant. And then she introduced me to her kids when we graduated. And they were like, wait, this is the guy you're talking about? Because I'm like the same age as them. But she was a, I'll never forget her name. Her name was Virginia. She was a beautiful Spanish woman. And yeah, she was feeling me. I mean, like, who wouldn't? Like, I'm a young dude in a landmark, you know, like showing you I want to look it up. I think, I think it's called Landmark Convention or something, Landmark Forum. I did that for like three days. Um, graduated. It was fun learned a lot and that was one thing I learned that um, I never forgot from it mind you I did this when I was about 19 years old excuse me so that's almost 10 years from now I mean ago and I still remember people having these comforters and um so when you when you women are running around and you thinking I'm gonna snap on everybody and I'm gonna everybody owes me and I don't have to you know prove anything and men they have to become but I just have to be who I am. I don't have to show up, show and prove. I just have to show up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what do I bring to the table? I am the table. When you have this mentality, I want to see how it works out for you because not nine out of 10 women who say that also will keep it real. that They would love to have a, a steady relationship that would turn into a marriage. And I'm seeing that the results just aren't there. Meanwhile, 
here you are at a certain age, we're going to say between the ages of 27 and 34, talking like that. And there's women who are already on the trimester <laughs> of their marriage. They're, you know, they're and their husband are planning on sending their son to to kindergarten next year. They have a home with a fence and a dog. And these women aren't like you. If you look around, that's the women who's really winning. The only other woman who is winning is the woman who will take, yes, he may have some money and he may even look good, but they're taking down beta males and simps. That's it. The other day I was, I think I talked about this on a previous episode. I seen Kiki, which was one of my favorite porn stars growing up, one of them. She's getting married to a good looking guy, I might add. However, I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, this guy looks like he has choices in life. This guy makes money. I could, you know, you know money. It doesn't have to always show money, right? I'm like, okay. Why does he want her? Then I start thinking, we don't know. Keiki could be a really feminine, submissive woman who knows when to shut up, when, how to be a man's peace. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to be on the same level as him. She knows that it's okay to be a woman which means to let the man be the man. She probably cooks for him every day and drains his balls and keeps his stomach full and keeps her mouth shut. She knows when to open her mouth and when to close her mouth. These are very simple things. You know? And I refuse to believe that it's just her ass because her ass is fake, first of all. I refuse to believe that. So what it comes down to is, and I could be wrong, and I wouldn't mind being wrong. I never mind being wrong. Sometimes I like to be wrong because it just means that we do live in a better world than I think we do. Um, what it comes down to, to me, oh, I don't know if you guys can hear this music. I, did, I forgot to turn it off, but this is beautiful. I've been listening to this music every night, and I'm starting to listen to it in the daytime as well. Um has different like frequencies to it i tweaked around with this a couple years ago when i was younger um and i'm starting to see it become a thing they call them binaural beats um 963 you know um 682 all these different numbers they uh they do different things like help you align your chakras you know your seven chakras um you know so you guys can check that out. You know what I'm saying? It's really good. I don't know if you guys can hear it or not. Um, the real one, the real feminine, cool, humble woman, supportive woman who's not trying to compete with him and trying to compete with the world at the same time, who doesn't need all the, the likes and comments. I'm not saying delete your Instagrams. I'm not saying to don't post. I'm just saying they don't need it. They don't need everybody else's validation like my ex did, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and to to feel complete, they don't they don't need these things, you know what I'm saying? They they they're they're the ones that are going to win in the long run. That's the one that the man says, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and at least attempt to spend the rest of my life with. You see, I want to also go into something really quick, and I just have to get this off my chest. I've seen people talk bad about MGTOW, Red Pill, men, men who talk that alpha male stuff. But let me tell you something. Real Red Pill men do not hate women. 
real red pill men just understand women for who they just really are. Now, who fairy tales tell them that we are and not who bitter men tell us that they are just simply for what it is. And red pill men know to work on themselves if they want premium options, premium choice packaging in this world. And that goes beyond women. That goes to what vehicle do you choose to drive? You see, if I got a billion dollars tomorrow, no, you're not going to come to my garage to see a bunch of Bugattis and and McLarens because that's not what I would choose. I'd have a nice ass pickup truck. I have a few Hellcats and Demons. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd have a Trackhawk. I'd have a lot of off-road vehicles. I mean, a whole shit ton of off-road vehicles. I'd probably begin to work on them. I'd have probably several lowriders. I'm a big lowrider guy. I have the lowrider logo tatted on my arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take lowriders very serious. I I would have a lot of bikes. You know what I'm saying? But that kind of goes back into off-road. And I would have maybe a Ferrari and I would have a, a few SUVs. And I would definitely have a Nissan Maxima and a Toyota, the new Toyota um, Camry. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I, I definitely have the new Toyota Camry. I like that. I'll get the white one with the little red seats and the, and the black rims. Oh, yeah, I got to have it. I'm going to customize it, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tap, tap that ass. Um, so that's, that's, that's what you would see. I probably wouldn't have a huge house cause I probably barely be there, you know, because if I had a billion dollars, I don't necessarily say I have to have a billion dollars. I'm just trying to show you so much money. I could do whatever I want. I could have the biggest house of all. That's, that's why I'm keep saying a billion dollars. I don't have to have a billion dollars, but, um, um, I probably wouldn't have a big house because I'd be traveling a lot. You know, and I'd probably try to find a woman who is okay with not having kids, at least not anytime soon, because I'd want her to be free enough or us to be free enough to travel a lot together. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, clothing wise, I wouldn't have a designer clothes. I like to get down and dirty. I'd have some nice suits and some nice formal wear for those events. And I, I might buy me a Gucci here and there, but I always told myself, man, I never understood spending thousands of dollars on clothes like i just never understood that shit like never never have you know what i'm saying i don't think i ever will like but i'd have me a whole bunch of clothes that look good but i get sweaty in them i would hate to have to wear a clothing outfit that yeah i may be able to afford to buy another one but i don't want to get it dirty like i'd be hating when i have to dress like that now like i'd be i'd be i I'd dirty up all my shoes i just can't help it like that's why i refuse to buy white shoes and I still keep buying white shoes. I don't know why. Like, I was just wearing some white shoes today, you know, and I was wearing a formal outfit. I had to go do something formal. So I was wearing a formal outfit. Now, um, and white shoes are now dirty. I don't know. I just can't help it. Um, the point of what I'm trying to say is that that's what that's I wanted to throw that out there because I've been seeing a lot of talk, negative talk about it. Um, women should not be scared of those type of men. Um, y'all let the call us intimidated all the time and insecure about what y'all got. I feel like if you are scared of that man, you are intimidated by him because he actually has dick discipline. You're not going to be able to control him with pussy. He knows himself. He knows his value. He's going to really make you show and prove and actually put in work. He's going to probably put in some work too, but you're going to definitely have to be because he's the one that's going to have to get on his 
one knee one day. You know, men don't get, I like how um, Kevin said it. He said, men, men don't get um, on, on job training. Y'all, y'all think that y'all should get married off potential. Mm-mm. You know, um, men also are very aware of their actual value. You know, and we live off of that until we can raise our value. We don't overvalue ourselves. These days, you got women that, let's keep it real, man. Like, thanks to Instagram and, you know, I don't know, they took that Drake line. I like BBW so much, they eat some lunch with you or something like that, he said. They don't even know what he meant. BBW, a lot of y'all are not BBWs. You're just fat. I need you to understand that you're just overweight. You're just obese. You're just plus size, whatever. You're not a BBW. There, there is a certain look for that. And it, no, weight doesn't have anything to do with it. I mean, it do, but it don't. But you're not a BBW. Just because you're, you're fat don't make you a BBW. Just because you're big don't make you a BBW. You're not a BBW. Stop. Okay? In the long run, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Let's get back into this stew. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the long run, the real and actual feminine women are going to win. Every time. See, a lot of you guys have this misconception of femininity because you you get your nails done every week. And you got this stupid long weave and you always doing your hair and makeup and always making these little weird ass faces in the camera. Poking at your lips and turning your head to the side like you got a demon in, in, in your neck. You ever seen that? I'm not the only person that notices this shit. Like they, got, they always turn their head to the side. Like something wrong with them. I'm going to start doing my YouTube videos so y'all can watch me while I'm talking. Like they they, they really start turning their head to the side. Like all, all in the camera, moving the camera up, down, trying to get an angle. Like, no. In the long run, that right now, that's play play. And a lot of y'all can't even get to play play because y'all don't even know how to play the game. I told somebody, I said, man, at least back in the day, our dads and our uncles, the gold diggers they dealt with were at least nice. Fellas, how many times have you took a girl out? It's okay. It can happen to the best of us, bro, and the worst of us. How many times have you took a girl out on a date, right? You met at a mall or something like that. Y'all finally go out, get a little food, go to a little park or something, right? And she, huh? She don't talk, barely talk, but she's short winded with she, she in her phone. She's looking around, she's taking pictures, everything like that. She's just not really there. I remember one time I would have I was with a girl like this. This is this is when I had some decent money, man. I was I was making some pretty good money every day. You know, um and I remember like I was, in, I was in my game at that time. You know, I'm not saying I'm not right now. I'm not saying I haven't been any other time. But I remember that during that time in my life, I was on it. I was really on it. And I'm going out with this little bad little thing, right? This bad gal of them. And let me tell you, I'm thinking to myself, I said some real shit to myself that day, y'all. I said, you know, I'm about to cut this date short. But she could have got more out of me if she would have just simply just been more there. Even if it was fake. I told one of my homegirls, I put her on game. I said, look, man, I see you going out with all these niggas that's getting all this money. I know you're using them. I said, let me give you some good advice. You, if you, if you become more of a natural, friendly person and you stop feeling so entitled when you go on these dates, you won't have to go on 30 dates a week to get one rent paid. You will land one man and he's going to take care of all of that plus more. And you won't have to dick hop and look crazy. 
You keep getting caught up and keep forgetting who, what, wait, your name is James again? Like, and I said, you want to know how I know that? Because that's what nine out of 10 of our moms did. I never even understood that because if I was a woman, if I'm going to gold dig on somebody or use somebody or whatever, I'm going to use somebody I actually at least like. But that's just me. I don't know. I've never been a woman, not in this not in this lifetime. I don't know about reincarnation or none of that, or well, I don't know. But not right right here is Tommy V. No, never, never that. So I don't I don't know. I could be wrong. However, what I'm just trying to say is that all of that other stuff is play play. It's cool now. It's fun to just all right, I just want a little pretty girl on my arm to go to this dinner. The fellas are having a little ball tonight. I just want a little thing to come with me. Oh, no, everybody be bringing girls to the barbershop. I just need a little bitch to bring to the barbershop. I just need some pussy. I just need some head. But it, it, it doesn't really go any further than that. Because when the man finally is time, it's time he's done all his playing and it's time to get serious. You stay in the playing realm. See, the problem is, well, here's what y'all are lacking and not understanding. The problem is that when you stay in that playing ground, you just keep aging and you're losing your value. See, women don't understand that what they don't really realize is that overall, not saying this for everybody, but over and don't think that you're the exception. If you're listening right now, overall, you lose value over time. Men gain value over time. We're not valuable at 2021. We're just some hot meat at 2021. Once we hit our 30s and we get in that financial stride and we really figure out life and stop playing, we gain value. Women don't gain value when they start to get great hair showing up. Men start to value when they get the salt and pepper beard. So y'all don't hear me though. And women, you know this to be true. Why do you think that when you got her 23, 24, you're going for who? You really have your eyes set on your professor, not 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 the other students in the class. And guess what? When you're 33, 34, you'll still be looking at the professor. The difference is we're not looking at you anymore. We're back looking at the 20, 22 year old. You're losing your value. This this is crunch time. So you keep playing. Y'all don't hear me, though. You keep playing these little games. You keep feeling entitled and feeling you don't have to do shit. You all on your phone on a date. You all on your phone. Somebody's talking to you, looking everywhere but the man in his eyes. Blocking your blessings, the things you keep praying for and posting tweets about. And oh, my God, why I can't find he didn't you didn't had him about 30 times. You didn't even notice it because you were too busy in your phone. Thank God I don't put up with that stuff no more. I'd be lying to you if I, I, if I said I didn't used to. I, I, I don't put a girl out. I said, oh, oh, I pulled over. Excuse me, man. Can you get out of my car, please? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I didn't care how she got home or none of that. She's rude and disrespectful and desolate and delinquent. So she can go text whoever she's all up in the phone, Snapchat, this, ask one of them to come pick your ass up at this park because I'm about to pull over and you got to get out. You got to get out. And if you don't want to get out, I'm calling the police. Just like you would do me. You're going to get out one way or the other. I'm not going to touch you, you but you got to get out. And she looked at me like she was crazy. Like I'm like, and I, and I said it to myself. I said, this is the first time this bitch done looked at me all damn day. 
and you know what's so crazy is they don't when they do stuff like that and they go scream protect us protect us oh men are crazy I don't I don't I don't listen to them you know why I don't listen to them because you guys put yourselves in a situation I could have took off on your ass this girl was on her phone so much I could have drove to goddamn Conyers somewhere took her to one of them little trenches or something and did something to her ass now whose fault is that that's your fault that is your fault. I think I made an episode about this, and if I have it, I'll make another one. Y'all need to start becoming more aware of who y'all messing with. First of all, y'all need to get out that phone for one second and look up. You never know what's going on. Some of y'all are so into yourself. Steve could turn to Jim real quick, and you wouldn't even notice it because you're just not even paying attention. Next thing you know, you look up, hold on, who the hell are you? Oh, no, nah, bitch, keep looking at that phone. Don't worry about me. Shut up. Don't look at me, matter of fact, don't look at me. Put your hands down. Like, you'd be like, what the hell just happened? Like, you're a dumbass. All into yourself, thinking the world owes you dinner and and free meals and a ride to go with it. Miss Independent, got to use men for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And a bag, and her nails, and her hair. And all of that is play play. Because in the long run, the men want peace. And at that point, you're going to be looking at certain women like, well, she's not even that bad. She's not even that bad. Why he wear her? She's peaceful. She listens. And she's good enough looking for him, clearly. Because this woman is beautiful. This Denise girl, she's beautiful. And, then, you know, when I look at Lil Wayne's history, I know it doesn't seem like the type of girl he would go for, but it makes perfect sense. Do y'all remember when Lil Wayne met that one woman? I don't know if you keep up with this type of stuff, but I, I'm a Lil Wayne fan. He met a woman. He met a woman, uh, I want to say about six, seven years ago. And she didn't know who he was. She had no idea that he was a little woman. And that's why he liked her. So he tried to marry her. But then once she got, you know, she, she got into her her bag. She became a westernized woman because he met her overseas. She became westernized. She started modeling. They released a photo shoot. When I looked at the pictures, they were pretty modest. I mean, she wasn't naked. She was wearing a regular shirt and some jeans. But it wasn't, the, I, I understood from Lil Wayne's perspective, not from my perspective, but from his perspective, or him being a rapper since he was 13 years old, he's been famous since he was like 12, 13 years old. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want that. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to show you the representation here to try to bring it back full circle. Men don't really want that in the long run. Some do. And you might, you might, you might be the lucky one to catch that one rare man. But you know what I'm saying? Like most, for the most part, when it comes down to, okay, you know what? I'm tired. Which believe it or not, men are starting to get tired earlier too, ladies. They're not getting tired at 34, 35, 40, 43 no more. Niggas is tired at 26, 27, 28. Especially niggas who's already becoming successful. They're getting tired of y'all already. Because once again, it goes back to y'all's attitudes. At least the girls back in the days, the girls my dad and them probably dealt with, they were they at least know how to fake being nice. You could at least tell them, hey man, smile a little bit. And she would, hmm, do a little quick little smile for him. Y'all be looking like, this nigga just told me to smile? Did this nigga just tell me to smile? You know what? Then y'all keep cutting everything, every cutting everybody off. Oh, he said one thing, uh, block. Block. You think that's a, a, that's cool? What the well, well, do you have a rude awakening ahead of you, boy? Oh boy, do you have a rude awakening ahead of you? And I wish you the best of luck. But let this and many other situations look around be a lesson to you that in the long run, 
the real calm, chill, feminine one is going to be the one to win. Not the little wild, rude ass bitch. She's not going to win. You know what she's going to get? They ever heard her say, you play a stupid game, you get a stupid prize. She's going to be the one with several children, a plethora of dead spirits in her pussy. Okay? She's going to be the one sitting there wishing she took life more serious when her value was at its peak. It's like it's like playing with the stocks, buying gold or something like that. Bitcoin is currently crashing right now. I almost down there pulled my hair out this morning when I looked at that shit. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm losing money in my sleep. <laughs> It'll be back. It'll be back. Another Quaylord. What did what what Tony Montez say? Another Quaylord. She'll be back. I fuck you, man. Right? She'll be back. Bitcoin. Right? That's my wife right now. Okay? So I want you guys to really learn a lesson from this. Um, wake up, smell the coffee. You're not what you think you are. You're not the shit. Um, men don't owe you a goddamn thing. Um, yeah, and just start taking life more serious and start preparing yourself to be in that range, because um, that's how it's looking. It's about to go down. Things are about to change. I keep telling people like we're trying to do all this old shit, but the world is not even. It's like. We think the world is new and we don't even realize, no, the world is like, look at it like like a lifespan. The world is not a baby. The world is not a toddler. The world is not a kid. It's not a preteen, a teenager or an adult or an elderly person. No, the world right now is in the womb, but it's on the way. We have a new world on the way, a new mentality, a new culture, a new society, a new economy. Certain jobs that are high paying right now are going to not be it probably even be in in existence within the next 25 years. A lot of jobs or, excuse me, careers that don't even exist right now will exist. People, people, I mean, think about it this way. Kids are making tens of thousands of dollars playing video games. I know a kid that's basically taking care of his whole family right now. Like his whole family's rooting on him to learn more about the video game he's playing, bro. When I was a kid, my parents told us to get off the video game. Now the kid, parents are like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jenny, maybe we should let him play the game. Let's, matter of fact, let's get him some more games. That nigga might make a million dollars doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's get him a little, a, little, a little webcam too while we're at it so he can make YouTube videos of the games he's playing. Kids whooping our ass out here. Kids with more money than me and you both playing video games. You heard me correctly. Playing video games. Not even to say hard, like, okay, well, that's all right. Come on, Tommy. It's a complicated game he's playing there. No, regular video games. So I want everybody to take the time and um, really learn a lesson for this, from this. Um, maybe I'll touch on it uh, again later. But um, for now, I'm about to go eat some beets. Um, I don't know. Like my my dick has been sitting like a Aztec warrior lately. And I think the beats are doing it. You know, the beats have a lot of nitric oxide, so my veins and I have a lot of energy and I have high energy now. And I still get good sleep. I have a lot of high energy. I've been eating I've been adding a lot more beats to my diet. Um check that out. 
and ladies, uh, stop eating all that bull crap. Eat some more fruits. Get your pH balance right. Get your pH balance right. That thing's supposed to be gushy. You too young for all that. That thing's supposed to be doing all kind of magical tricks. All kind of slip and slide, creamy. I'm out, man. It's Tommy V of Raw Sex. I'm out. I'm out. Remember, ladies, if there's one thing that men hold, all men, I need you to hear me when I say this. If there's one thing that all men hold very valuable is two things mainly, but a woman that brings peace, and I mean genuine peace into his life, and a woman who knows her place as a woman and is supportive, okay? If you don't believe me, the proof is in the pudding. I want you to stop in it. Look at all the women that you know that are having good, healthy relationships, good, healthy, progressive relationships, or they are actually married. And stop looking at the women who are with these simps and beta males who will settle for anything that talks to them. No, look at the ones who have good alpha men in their life. Whether he's blue collar, white collar, uh, mid dollar, high dollar. That doesn't matter. Okay, he's a he's a great man. And I want you to look at these women and tell me that they don't just they don't literally describe peace and femininity, true femininity, which lies within you, women. I need you to understand. Stop basing your femininity on things that lie on you, but the things that lie within you. Because if that was the case, then trans women, you know what? We're not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there with y'all today. But just know your femininity lies within you. And it's a beautiful thing. And real men, real men appreciate a truly feminine woman. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.